You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast with Laura Conley, episode number 11. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hey, Yummy Mummies. I am so happy to be here with you tonight. Oh my God, what a day it has been. Okay, let's just dive right in with the fun fact because I'm going to tell you about my day and why the fact is fun. And I will get right into that. And then we are going to get into listener Q&As. So you guys, how much fun is this? I want this podcast to be super interactive. I want it to be super helpful. And I want you guys to really be able to apply what you're learning. So any questions that you have, you can simply email me, lara at lauraconley.com, and I will answer your questions on the next podcast, podcast number 21. Oh my God, I just realized today is the 21st. Did you guys know? This is kind of a fun fact too. Did you know it is the 21st day in the 21st year in the 21st century on today, which is Thursday, which is probably a couple of days before you're listening to this podcast. My fun fact, you guys, is that I just started this amazing mastermind. My husband's like, what is mastermind? Like, what does that word even mean? I'm like, it is all of the minds coming together to create mastery. Duh, babe. And that's really what it feels like. So I am in this mastermind right now with Stacey Bayman. If you guys have not checked out her podcast and you happen to be a coach, you should. She's amazing. And this is her mastermind where she teaches you how to scale your business and to scale your mastery as a coach. So it's been, let's see, so far two of three days in a row. You guys, we were supposed to be at the Four Seasons Maui. This should be my fun fact. Do you guys know that we went to Maui for our honeymoon? And we got there and we were staying at this really amazing um, resort. Where were we staying? Oh, the Fairmont. But we were next to the Four Seasons. This is going to make me sound super snobby, which I admit it, you guys. I'm obsessed with hotels. They're like my favorite thing. It's my favorite thing to spend money on. It's my favorite thing to do is like go stay in a hotel. So anyways, this mastermind was supposed to be at the Four Seasons Maui, hotel that I was all like envious over I even called my travel agent when we got to the Fairmont and I was like I want to stay at the Four Seasons she's like yeah it's a bajillion dollars a night and I was like oh never mind we're happy here anyways so instead I'm doing this mastermind from my office which is also amazing but you guys my mind is getting blown I am getting my little booty coached left and right so that hopefully I can help you more and better so the whole entire thing is six months long and so far so good I have a little bit I'm not gonna lie I have a little bit of a vulnerability hangover from some of the coaching I got and I just like laid it all out on the line but that's kind of the best news ever that's like kind of why I signed up right is like you guys know what's on the other side of vulnerability what's on the other side of discomfort growth your dreams your dream come true weight yeah it's true can't just get everything that we want without feeling a little bit uncomfortable so that was my day it was awesome let's hear from my client who sent over a comment shauna from la she says 
The Yummy Mummy with Laura Conley is a must-do for anyone who is interested in having a healthy and mindful relationship with their body, mind, spirit, and food. Laura helped me lose the weight I had gained actually after I had a baby. And with her support, I did it mindfully, with ease, and in total love for my body. So fun. Thank you so much. So let's dive into the listener Q&As. Remember, you guys, if you have questions about anything food-related, weight-related, body-related, send them to me. I want to help you. And by you sending in your questions, you actually are going to end up helping so many other people because you know our questions are not unique. All right, so Tina from San Diego says, I love this question. What are your favorite restaurants with the best options? What should I look for when I go to restaurants? Is there a secret menu or something? Ha <laughs> ha. Tina, oh my God, can I relate? So I want to give you guys all of your power back. You can eat whatever you want, whenever you want. I don't want you guys ever thinking the thought I have to. I have to stick to this. I need to, right? If you can move out of have to energy and into want to energy, I choose to energy, I get to energy, you'll have such a better time when you're out to eat. I always tell the story about my aunt offering me shrimp tempura. And I mean, this is like one of a million different stories that I have. And she offered me the shrimp tempura and she's like, oh, whoops, sorry, I didn't mean to offer that to you. I know you can't have it. I'm like, no, I can totally have it. I'm just not choosing to have it. So If you're my client or if you're me or if you're a previous client, most likely you are doing a protocol that's set up to help you balance your hunger hormones, which is the way that we lose weight and the way that we do it for the last time, right? It's not calories in, calories out. That is not what I teach. So most of us are on some variation of no processed sugar, no processed flour. Many of us are doing intermittent fasting within the Yummy Mummy, and so because I actually know Tina. She, I believe, is no sugar, no flour. And what I want to offer is that you can eat at almost any restaurant with that quote-unquote restriction. You can have so many things. Our brains want to go to what we can't have, but I want you to start training your brain to what you can have, right? Our brains are like, oh, I can't have the rolls. Oh, I can't have the pizza crust. But what can you have? You can have the beans. You can have the rice. You can have the sweet potatoes. You can have the salads. You can have the chicken. You can have the steak. You can have the potatoes. I mean, like I could go on and on and on about what you can have. The amount of foods that are available to us that do not include processed sugar and processed flour the list is so long you guys you heard on episode number 10 my husband was like kind of laughing because processed sugar and processed flour is something that's been introduced to us over the past couple hundred years before that we never had that we were totally fine so her question what are your favorite restaurants with the best options I love all restaurants I really do. You know what? I don't love Mexican food. I'm not a huge Mexican food person. I'll eat it. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not like ever suggesting we go for Mexican food. I love going out for sushi. I love going out for burgers. I like a giant salad. I like a big bowl. Like I like all kinds of things. So unfortunately, and fortunately, we moved out of LA, which had the best restaurants. And it was like literally my hobby. And now we're in Boulder, Colorado, which still has actually a decent food scene. 
I think, you know, she's asking this question, what are my favorite restaurants with the best options? I just want to tell you that you can go to all of your restaurants and find something to eat. There is always something to eat. That is the most powerful thing I can tell you is that there's always something to eat. She says, what should I look for when I go to restaurants? You should look for something that doesn't have sugar and that doesn't have flour. Unless, and you guys know how I teach this, if you're familiar with my work, I do teach my clients to allow for a joy eat. You guys, I don't know if you know, but my husband and I, we are religious about our date night. We go out every single week, no matter what, even in COVID. We seek out the reservations that are outside in these little bubble tents. We wear all of our hats and all of our mittens and two pairs of leg warmers. Like I am dedicated. And even when it was crazy lockdown, we would like go to my parents' house or we would like go for a hike or we would even go for a drive. Like we are crazy about our date nights. So I think that what you should look for is just something that doesn't have sugar and doesn't have flour, which literally are hundreds of things. Number one, number two, you could have it be your joy eat. Now, remember, you guys, a joy eat is not let me have the mozzarella sticks and the French fries and the tiramisu and the three margaritas. A joy eat is one thing. So you heard what I like to eat when I go out. I like a nice piece of fish with a ton of veggies. Oh my God, we have this one steakhouse that we love that they do like this amazing table side Caesar. I love that. So I like how she's also asking, is there a secret menu or something? No, there's not a secret menu unless you're going to In-N-Out or Starbucks, right? which probably those things aren't on your protocol anyways. But is there a secret menu or something? Most places are super accommodating, especially this day and age, because a lot of people have discovered that they have intolerances and allergies. So a lot of places are super accommodating. And I would say that for a lot of people, sugar and flour is an intolerance. Really think about that. I mean, that could be a whole nother podcast, but sugar and flour really is kind of an intolerance for most of us. Most of us can't be at our natural weight and eat processed sugar and processed flour regularly. Isn't that wild? It's like our bodies are kind of intolerant to it. I think a lot of places are just really, really accommodating right now. And I do love to look at the menus. I think this will help you too, Tina, and everyone else listening. I love to look at the menus beforehand and decide what I'm going to have. Just decide what you're going to have ahead of time. And then when you get there, have that have your back. This is so powerful. You can end up being so much more present with the people that you're with when you have decided ahead of time and there's no food drama. You look at the menu online, you show up at the restaurant, you order just that. Now, it's not the worst idea to have a backup plan in case they run out of what you want. Like this has happened, especially now that it's COVID. A lot of restaurants are kind of limited because they're trying to manage their budgets. I feel like I know way too much about restaurants during COVID right now. (laughs) Anyways, so I love to recommend that you look at the menu before you go. The last recommendation I have around this is you know what, if you have a favorite restaurant or you have a favorite kind of quote unquote on protocol or on plan meal, suggest it. Most people are pretty accommodating. You can just be very casually like, how about we go to River and Woods this weekend? Or how about we go to Basta this weekend? Or how about we go fill in the blank? Most people will be like, okay, that sounds amazing. Thanks for suggesting. Wow, you're going to make the reservation. I love you. 
as long as you think of yourself as being the amazing friend that's the good planner and not this burden, you will pass on that energy to the people that you're going out to eat with. Tina, I hope that answers your questions. So Alicia Stewart from New York asks, what are the best questions to ask yourself after you eat off plan to help process it and not overeat eat? She means overeat slash eat off plan the next time. This is such a good question. So she's saying, you know, maybe she doesn't eat processed flour. And so she goes out to her favorite steakhouse and they bring those warm buttery rolls. And there's like the garlic butter and the special sea salt. And she eats that roll, right? Are, are your mouth water, are your mouths watering right now? Mine kind of is. Anyway, so let's pretend she eats the roll, even though the roll was not on her plan. Afterwards, most of us are either going to do one of two things. Number one, beat ourselves up, be mad at ourselves, right? That looks like what's wrong with you. You can't stick to anything. This is never going to work. I can't believe I did that. I had a plan. I'm such, such an asshole to myself, right? We're going to be like really beating ourselves up. Beating ourselves up works in the opposite way that we want it to. We think, oh, if I just beat myself up hard enough, then I won't do it again. You guys, that doesn't work. I tried it. I tried it a lot. My clients too. They tried it. It doesn't work. Beating yourself up after you eat something you said you were not going to eat does not work. You want to know what else doesn't work? Letting yourself off the hook. Being like, oh, it's a new day. It's no big deal. It's fine. I'll do better next time. This sounds really well-intentioned. This sounds like you are giving yourself grace. You are not. This is allowing yourself to go unconscious, right? This is kind of rooted in not loving yourself. It's like passive self-loathing. It's kind of like how (laughs) beating yourself up is aggressive self-loathing. Letting yourself off the hook is kind of like passive self-loathing. It doesn't really feel that bad, but you're not holding yourself accountable. And holding yourself accountable is true self-love. Now, how do you do that? How do you hold yourself accountable? That's what Alicia is really asking. And before I really, really answer her question, I'm not answering her question very well. I'm just telling her what not to do. But I think it's really important for me to articulate this because first we need to see our habits and what we do do when we eat something off plan. Now, a lot of you guys have kids. So I want you to think of this like you're talking to your three-year-old. Let's pretend your three-year-old pushes your one-year-old down, right? Like walks up to your one-year-old and shoves him down on the ground. The reason I can articulate this so well is because this happens at my house. Now, I do not beat my daughter up verbally or physically. I don't. I don't yell at her 99% of the time. I don't go push her down. I don't beat her up. And you guys, I don't let her off the hook right? Because neither of those options are in her best interest. What is in her best interest? Holding her accountable, having a conversation, asking her, hey, babe, what happened there? How are you feeling? 
what made you push him down and really talking about it and telling her, you know what, it's okay to feel frustrated, but it's not okay to push. What do you think we could do next time? Next time, maybe you can say, mom, I need help. The baby is bothering me, right? So how do we apply this to when we eat off plan and to move forward? She's asking me, what are the best questions to ask yourself after you eat off plan to help process it and not do it again? Now, you're going to do it again. (laughs) You eventually will not do it again. Eventually, just like my daughter will eventually not push my son down. But I don't want you to think that this is a quick fix. I don't want you to think it's a 180. It will get better. The more you do this, the more conscious and the more you hold yourself accountable, the less you beat yourself up and the less you let yourself off the hook, the faster it will go. It's not going to be that long. Don't worry. So this is what I want you to do. You eat the buttery roll with the special Himalayan pink salt with the garlic and you say to yourself, here's the question. Question number one, huh, what happened there? Why did I do that? Okay, with love and compassion and curiosity, just like if you were being the parent you wanted to be, you would say to your daughter or your son, what happened there, right? What were you feeling? You can give yourself some space. Oh, I I see. I was feeling really overwhelmed or I was feeling really stressed or I was feeling a really strong desire. I was feeling desire. I was feeling like the bread was an emergency. I was feeling like I was going to be left out if I didn't have the bread and everybody else had the bread. I was going to be feeling like a weirdo for not having the bread when everybody else was having the bread. Just get an inquiry, but you have to. This is not going to be intuitive for you to hold the compassion and curiosity and love While you do this, your brain's going to want to slip into beating you up. Don't let it. And this doesn't mean be mean to yourself when it wants to beat you up. It just means gently bring yourself back into curiosity and compassion and love for yourself as you explore. So what was going on? How was I feeling? You find that out. Okay. Now, what was the thought there? I just gave you guys some, but the thought could be, oh my God, I have to have it. That's my favorite role. I never get that role. I only get that role once every three months when we go out to dinner. And by the way, it's COVID. I'm not gonna get that role for another seven months, so I better have it now. That's the thought you were thinking. I need you to find the thought and the feeling. So let's pretend that Alicia's feeling with this role was strong, intense desire. She felt strong, intense desire because we went back and we looked to see what her brain was thinking and her brain was thinking, I have to have it. I really want it. Now, you guys, another caveat I want to tell you is you might be like, I don't know what I was thinking. I have no idea what I was feeling, right? It just it just happened. It just like popped into my mouth. I don't even know. It's kind of like sometimes you feel like you've got blinders on or like you went unconscious. I still want you to do this exercise and I want you to guess at what was going on. I want you to guess what you were feeling and I want you to guess at what the thought was that was causing that feeling. So for Alicia in this example, thank you Alicia for being my guinea pig here. (laughs) It was, I really want that. I have to have it. She had desire and then she ate it. And so next time I'm going to offer to Alicia and to you to be on guard for that thought and that feeling that you are thinking. I want you to have your antennas up. 
I want you like searching for when your brain's going to offer you that thought because when you can get ahead of that thought and you can hear that thought without it turning into desire and then without the desire turning into two roles in your body, you can be like, wait a second, do I really have to have it or is this just something that I'm telling myself, right? Like I have to have it. I'm never going to get it again or I have to have it. I'm not going to have it for another six months. It's so special. It's going to make the night so much more fun. I want you starting to challenge those thoughts ahead of time. No, you know what? I don't have to have it. I've been out to dinner plenty of other times and not had it and I actually had a really fun time and I've been out to dinner plenty of times and have had it and you know what it doesn't really make the dinner like better or worse when I really think about it or maybe I've had enough rolls for right now maybe I've I love that thought you guys maybe I've had enough rolls for one lifetime (laughs) I definitely have oh my god I'm such a crazy person around the bread basket So you can kind of front load your brain. Once you know the thought of I have to have it, it's so special, I'm not going to get it again. You can challenge those thoughts because in the moment your brain's telling you that, your brain is giving you those thoughts and you're believing them. You're taking them as fact. Oh yes, absolutely. It's true. We have to. It's an emergency. Let's do it. This is going to be amazing. You're like totally bought into your brain. And so when you can find the thought ahead of time, you can decide your rebuttal or your rebuttals. So I would have you pick at least three rebuttals to, I have to have it. I want it. It's like, really? Do I want it? What do I really want? What do I want more? So I hope this answers your question, Alicia. I think it's such a good question. I mean, it's it's such an intelligent question because this really is the secret to changing our habits. You guys, we cannot change our habits without changing our brains first. We cannot implement a strategy successfully without first having our brains on board. This is how you do it. You slowly change the thoughts so that the thoughts serve you, right? Because if you're going to dinner and you're thinking, you know what? I'd rather just eat what I planned. I'd rather just have my own back. I'd rather get to my goal and be healthy and feel light and alive and in my skin. I'd rather do me. And when I look at the big picture, that's going to help you out so much more in the long run if you really do want to lose weight for the last time. Let's see here, you guys. I have a lot more questions actually that have come in. We're going to save these for episode number 21 because I think this episode was already so juicy. So that's your takeaway. I like to give you guys a takeaway at the end of every podcast. And so for this takeaway, you guys get to pick. What's your restaurant protocol? Do you want to be somebody that looks at the menu ahead of time? Do you want to be the somebody that is always in charge of reservations? Or another takeaway is what is your brain the last time you ate off protocol or off plan? What were you feeling? Sad, lonely, restless, bored? And then why were you feeling like that? What were you thinking? Find the thought and then be really loving with yourself. Ultimately, you guys, if that's your only takeaway, if you could just love yourself a little bit more, my heart would explode. I actually just had a client yesterday who messaged me that she was telling herself, I suggested that she tell herself, I love you self. It's just sort of like the suggestion that came over me. It was like my intuition was speaking directly to her. And I was like, hey, have you said I love you self? Capital S. And she's like, oh, wow, I 
I've never done that before. And she did it. And then she messaged me that she was in tears for a half an hour because she's just never said it to herself. So I guess I'm getting woo on you guys. I guess I'm getting a little cheesy, but who the F cares? If cheesy and woo works, I am all in. All right, you guys, I cannot wait to talk to you next week. I hope you have the best week ever. And I want you guys to head to the show notes because there is a link for my free masterclass on how to lose weight for the last time. We're going to talk about why your body's not the problem and why your brain is the problem. And I think you guys got a taste of that on this particular podcast. So go to the show notes, sign up for the masterclass. It's on February 10th at 11 a.m. Pacific time. It's going to be so freaking fun. And you guys remember how we did a raffle last time? We're doing a raffle at this masterclass. I'm going to give away one prize. It's going to be at least $100 in value. I don't even know what the prize should be. What should the prize be, you guys? All right, I will let you guys go. Have the best week ever. Love you tons. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you rated, reviewed, and subscribed in Apple Podcasts. And if you've enjoyed listening, you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy Experience. It is my proven course and group coaching program where we take all this material to the next level and yep, you guessed it, lose weight for the last time. So if this is something that you want, head to lauraconley.com and click work with me. The best part, it comes with a body back or money back guarantee. And of course, you guys, if you haven't gotten your free podcast listener gift, head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. There are three weight loss hacks inside this gift that I am so excited to share with you. These are the three things that I do every day and my clients do every day to lose and maintain their weight. So head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. If you guys don't know how to spell Laura Conley, it's just L-A-U-R-A-C-O-N-L-E-Y. I will see you there.